welcome to a new episode with ideas and insights. Find the strategies, tactics and tools for your success in your initiative, project and campaign. You are listening to the IdeaCast with your host Tom Wittig. Welcome to the episode today. Um, today I have a very special guest, uh, Andrea Willeming from Southern Brazil is actually joining us for our call here today. Andrea has an amazing background in several topics and what I find particularly interesting, she has experience as a lawyer in the European area as well as in Latin America. And she combines her legal background with IT know-how and IT expertise. But Andrea, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, oh, hi, Thomas. Thank you for the presentation. Yeah, my name is Andrea Villami. I'm a data protection officer and certified by the European community. I have uh, 20 years of uh, working experience with the protection, uh, personal data, and especially with privacy by design. In addition uh, to be a European and Brazilian lawyer and IT expert, I am a researcher and a doctoral candidate in information science. And I'm also a master in information society law and intellectual property, both from the Federal University of Santa Catarina here in Brazil. And I'm graduating also postgraduate in data protection and information security from University of Maastricht in Holland and EPFL in Switzerland. And actually, currently I am working in Brazil with a consultancy in private and the public sector and the training data managers for the public sector also. So it's a little bit about me. <laughs> well, that's a lot. And uh, well, first of all, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, I know you must be a very busy person these days because everybody's looking at data privacy data protection and actually that's going to be our topic for this uh, initial episode and who knows if there's interest we might do some more uh, topics about the same because we we found out in our pre-discussion that it's actually a very rich a very wide topic that impacts a lot of aspects of doing business no? exactly yeah. it's a it's a big big new team for talking about in companies and in government and corporations and also everywhere uh, we have data traffic now. So it's something very important for the moment. Yes. From from your experience, from, from your observations in working with, uh, let's say, enterprises and also institutions, I understand you also work with institutions, right? Uh, from your perspective, why does data protection and compliance become so important right now? Yeah, compliance comes a priority now. Now it's very important for the companies, and uh, they need to improve a new culture and create a specific budget and organize teams to deal with this uh, team. Team, and it's very important for us because uh, we can only after that start to talk about uh, personal rights 
that now you have to uh, to deal with in the company. So uh, it's now a priority for them, and they need to start to extractor this inside uh, these companies and the organizations now. Yeah, uh, it's uh, certainly something I'm seeing right now. There's an increased awareness about the topic. And uh, as always, you can take it uh, from two different perspectives, right? You can say, oh, it's an it's an obligation. It's a burden for the company. But you can also take the point of view and ask, how could it help us uh, in order to solve this problem for our clients, for our business partners, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody has to solve the same problem. So why not make a competitive advantage out of that, right? Is that something that you see as well? Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's the same pro problem for every everyone now. And the, the most important, it's very, it's changing everything for everyone at the same time. So if you are not in compliance, it comes difficult for you to deal with others' companies. But it's also difficult for you to improve your roles in, and uh, with the law and all your personal data. So. It's something that also, if you are in compliance now, you have something more to offer your to your customers, to your partners. And for this moment, it's very important. People are asking for that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it's also fair to say that a lot of organizations have to catch up on a lot of topics, right? And exactly. what we see right now during the corona crisis, the worldwide pandemic, a lot of uh, organizations are suddenly becoming aware and struggling and say, okay, how do we make a more mobile-friendly website, a more compliant website, and something that is trustworthy, trustful for the consumers, right? Um, I was interested, where, do you see any differences or commonalities um, in working with companies in um, Latin America or South America, especially Brazil and Europe? Uh, I see, for example, a lot of companies here who want to do business in Brazil and Brazilian companies who want to do business in Europe, right? But where do you see commonalities and differences? Yeah, in, in Europe, we have the framework from GDPR and it's more clear. Here in Brazil, it's a quite new. In, in South America, for example, Latin America, we have different frame, frameworks you have to pay attention now and improve here. And it's not the same than the GDPR. So you, it's very important to take care and uh, see all these differences to put it in place. It's not really exactly as the GDPR says. So you have some particularities and uh, sometimes it's huge particularities for each country here in South America, Latin America. And it's kind of different from GDPR. But what is easy for us is GDPR is the biggest framework that we have in the moment. So it's like it's easier if you are based in GDPR compliance to be also compliant with Brazil and the other laws here in South America and in Latin America. In United States and Canada, it's a little different, no? But uh, I think it, for in some times, I don't know how, it will be the same for everyone. But for the moment, you have lots of particularities to be to to be taken care of. No? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, a GDPR is not GDPR, right? Because it yeah. sounds like it's a common framework. But what I see happening right now across Europe 
even um, across the countries, you have different interpretation of how the uh, the legal framework should be applied, right? So you have, uh, and I'm doing obviously um, a lot of business with clients in Germany and Switzerland, but in France, for example, you have the so-called CNIL, which is the uh, Commission L'Informatique, um, uh, and they have an, a different interpretation. And some, some experts say they are actually a little bit advanced in their uh, interpretation of how to implement, for example, consent management in websites, now, which is one of the more practical topics that uh, companies yeah. are looking for. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are the key challenges that, that you see in, in, in enterprises and organizations at the moment? And the key challenge for this, I think it's, uh, for me, the adequacy of uh, several aspects is very important. For example, for the technical aspects, we can think about the adequacy of the technologies. It's very, very huge things to do. And uh, we need new uh, investments and uh, new systems and new developments in this area. area. And uh, employees' resistance to change is also an important thing to, to think. Other aspects, legal aspects, no? then there, you need to review all uh, all policies and contracts. You need to establish new rules from personal data in the company. I can say I can you I can say here uh, about the process, contracts, policies. All of it you need to review. And uh, what is very hard for legal aspects that you have fines, no, that can come from the authorities if you are not in compliance with. But the problem also, you can broke contracts if you are not in You can lose to your partners because if they are in compliance and you are not, some in some moment you can't be partner anymore. So it's very important to, to, to take care here and think about it. No? Other yeah. aspects, but I think you are better than me to talk about it's change management and uh, uh, that it's something very huge to take care with the compliance now in the companies, no, Tom? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, what the, um, the privacy discussion also surfaces is also some kind of challenges and weaknesses within organizations, right? Um, when when I see and when I'm working with companies right now, there's sometimes the tools mindset, right? They ask, okay, what are the tools that we need to implement in order to be compliant? And the first thing is I, I have to change that uh, mental model completely, right? Because it's not done with the tool. Um, and maybe some companies had this idea, okay, we implement the privacy banner on our website and then we are done, right? And since last October, that is not even in compliance anymore. So what you need to do is offer a, a complete and more granular uh, opt-in uh, solution for the clients who are visiting the website or the e-commerce store, for example. But about change management, what I found interesting is now people have to work together, right? So the technical development has to work with the marketing team, with the supply chain team, because every change that you make in one area, every small little minute change has to be um, let's say, in tune with the other areas. So, so you have to become compliant at first, and then you have to remain compliant. So a really good change management process, I think it's, it's probably at the core of 
um, data privacy and data protection, right? It's it's much more than the the contract side or the tool side. Yeah, for me, it's uh, the biggest challenge, yeah, because they are uh, they are the different minds, no, and and when they are together, it's kind. Um, a challenge for us now to be all together and changing things and uh, but it's very nice and for marketing for example what's something very important it is the new policies and the, yeah the management of consent and cookies for example now it's kind of new and now you, you need the managing the consent that you have inside your website and it's uh, you need to improve it and the other point is it's a uh, it's very important. It's also it's cookie, you know. So for all of this, we need new policies. You need a management of the the consents and the a management of the cookies and all of it is is some new to put inside our policies and in our routine and in our new makers. No, it's very. When uh, so the question, of course, for for the audience and listeners and viewers uh, of our discussion is okay. Um, maybe at some point I get it right, but the question is, how should I start? Where where should I start? What's the good starting point, and what are kind of the the building blocks that I should be think about? Could could you tell a little bit more from from your experience and how you approach the yeah. the opportunities? Yeah, the first. The first step to start in normally is to call a data protection officer and uh, start from the really, really beginning that is a, a diagnostic. You know, you need to know what you have in place in your organization first. Then you can identify all the risks. You can identify all the process. In from that, you can start a new strategy for data. You know? And uh, it's like you need to uh, take a first picture for your company and see there where you need to start where you have more risk where you really need to invest in first and then you go through that because you can't start everywhere and you need to have a plan you no know, a very nice plan to put it in place so to structure your teams structure your systems structure your uh, all your process for that you take the first one picture of the company and mm. you decide uh, with the high management what is the most important where you need to really to focus sometimes it could be some process some systems for example the website oh perhaps we start here because you have lots of risks we have e-commerce so it's open for for our consumers so you need to start there other oh you need to change the system that it's oh you have lots of problem with problems with breeds so you can take this first look of the company and start there I, I guess the the key is to bring some methods to the madness right <laughs> that's a good starting point or way to put it and uh, so from what, what you're explaining i think you you have some kind of formal framework uh, that that you uh, advise on, right? Yes, you, you need to work with these different frameworks, no? Uh, because each company has his market and his particularities. So for that, you need uh, really to be uh, in adequance with the law framework, but also with the best framework for this sector of 
economy. So it's quite different when you are working with uh, financial sector from something from uh, uh, IT sector. All, all of them have to has the same law framework for them, but the way you are adapting the, the, the tools for that are different. And the policies and the way you are talking with your client and the way you are putting this in your process for your uh, employees and also for your consumers. So you need to see all of that and improve the best way no, that you can yeah. continue to work in your in your sector of the best way there. Yeah, uh, very interesting. So I think this uh, the one way to think about this, it's, it's kind of a framework which need to include technical aspects, the legal aspects, change and cultural aspects, and uh, also provides, uh, let's say, a continuous um, com compliance uh, effort uh, to begin with, right? Um, my experience in working with some companies, so you typically they approach me for growth initiatives, right? And then uh, I take, I also do an inventory, uh, I call it a 360 or a, a growth inside inventory. And sometimes I discover not so pretty pieces, no? that the, um, the website needs to be modernized or brought to a new standard. And uh, sometimes it's a, in many cases, it's about data protection. And one, one observation was that it, is like, it feels sometimes like a never ending story. You start on one topic and once you unpeel the onion, you find more and more and more topics. So I think it's really of the essence to figure out what is your method of selecting projects and work through the projects, maybe in an agile way, one after another to become very quickly compliant so you can move forward uh, with your marketing and growth initiatives, right? Okay. And I think once you have that level, then optimization becomes key because um, I think if you're not compliant, that basically means you cannot use the user data for, for what it is intended for in sales and marketing, for example, and that could kill your marketing funnel, right? So it's really important to figure out. And I really love the expression that you brought up at the beginning, uh, privacy by design, I think is key because retrofitting it afterwards, it's not going to work, right? In many cases. It is the problem because there are so many aspects that you are you need to see at the same time. But what is the most important, no? And if you don't have this first uh, picture from your company, uh, this first photography, it's very company. Uh, to, it's very difficult for your company to take a decision and the good decision. And what is the good decision? The good decision is well, where are my personal data is inside my company, and then I start to flow and create a new flow for my personal data inside a privacy by design. Privacy by design is a methodology that helps you to put data in technical ways or process or in uh, law ways, no? in, a, in a methodology that they combine together, and then you can take care of all of them at the same time, and it brings you uh, the the know-how, how to do that, and mm. uh, at the same time, and with different sectors, different views, and for different purposes also. So uh, it's very important to understand that uh, uh, privacy by design help us uh, to create 
this new economic, this new economy based on data. Per, and for us, in this case, for create this new personal data economy, where we have to take this compliance, to be in compliance, we need to be in compliance, and at the same way, we need to continuously be in the market and selling and do everything yeah. we do. So it's uh, the, big, uh, the big challenge. I completely agree, and now it has a new dimension because suddenly we see, uh, I think this Corona crisis, it's serving like a catalyst. Now many organizations realize Every, we have to go digital, right? We we have to be digital in terms of customer acquisition, um, service delivery, product delivery, sales, marketing, uh, human resources, and so on, right? And um, I think also many organizations realize, at least when I'm talking to them, they ask me, okay, well, give us a give us a checklist what we need to do, no? and I say, okay, I can give you the basics that we need to do, but really what it is it's like i call this a discovery driven process right Be why because the the legal framework is evolving at the same time the legal framework the interpretation of the legal framework and the technical capabilities even the the uh, platform providers for for example for so-called um, consent management solutions they are also in the same game they say okay we are all trying to figure out how to interpret the law and how to help our customers to interpret the law. So you can make a um, conscious decision about where you need to be compliant, what is a must have and what is maybe a nice to have. So many, many topics, I guess. Oh, it's right. a lot of topics for us. And uh, for me, what's, it's, a, it's a big deal to find what's, what the, the, the consumer or the companies, they are thinking about this team. Because we can look for this uh, for different ways, and uh, each way that you take a look of uh, personal data, it's a different way to put it in place. And it's the 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 for me, uh, it's why it's so magic. Also, no, I like it a lot because you have to to figure out with different uh, perspective of the same team, but in different ways. So uh, for IT people, for example, inside the company, when they need to change all the systems and do it be in compliance, it's a challenge, it's a very hard challenge. But all things they do there can affect legal aspects. So for lawyers, it's another challenge because now they have to put in policies and they have to bring it to the contracts, new aspects that you have adjusted in your IT. And you need to bring all of that for what I say for process, internal process and external process from the company with her partner, uh, their, them partners or with for contracts or with government or and so it's consumers no? and it's very huge. And uh, the best way to start all of it is starting. <laughs> no. It is starting and discovering, right? I, I agree. Actually, to your point about the consumers, maybe one last thought here. Um, recently, I came across a study. I think it was uh, carried out in Germany. And I'll see if I can find a link that we can put in the show notes of this uh, episode. And um, the study found that um, it was about um, behavioral science, right, or behavioral economics uh, research. And the study found that when consumers see a, a worthwhile reason or purpose 
why the data is collected, right, and a trustworthy purpose, they are much more inclined to share the data. And I think that's yet another aspect, right? So the question is, how do you find out and how do you communicate to your client or prospective clients and stakeholders what is the worthwhile noble goal of collecting the data and i think this was um, this was carried out and an observation came actually from the corona crisis no? a lot of people also said well if my data can help uh, serve the society for example i'm much more inclined and willing to share personal information even detailed um, information which is usually very protected like um, uh, medical information, etc. Uh, so there we see it, it really depends what is the purpose, so what you do and how you actually do it, right? Exactly, and uh, consumers, when you don't explain to them what they are doing with the, them data, it's very complicated. I think there are start something that you have to pay attention and uh, understand that we people are not accepting very well anymore that you share data or use for another purpose that you what you talk you are doing so mm. it's very important how to communicate it now it's a very mm. nice point to 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 deal with it's very nice very it's good nice. yeah i think that's a lot uh, actually for our episode today so i'm very yeah. grateful for this and you know when we we discussed this uh, this talk we already came up with some ideas no? i think there will be some new topics which we found interesting and i hope that we can get some feedback from the listeners and viewers of the episodes so in future we might want to talk about how it is to do business across the border for example when you are a company in europe to do business in south america if you're a brazilian company how do you expand to europe um, talking a little bit more about the frameworks the tools and also how to approach the topics and one of my favorite topics is marketing optimization so how do you optimize for example your consent i think there are many many topics and I hope that we can uh, carry on this series and um, help people who are facing these challenges. Yeah, it could be very nice. And uh, for me, also some topics that I like a lot, it's, uh, as you said, for me, uh, privacy by design is one of them because you need to change minds to do it. And it's very important for this moment, no? And also different frameworks that you need to uh, uh, to 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 deal with uh, in cases you are expanding in your e-commerce for other countries as South America in like Brazil, Colombia or Argentina, you need completely different laws. So you need to be to pay attention for for this kind right. of of points. No, it's very nice. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, also a, a, a very good segue in future segments no? and maybe we can share some of the more successful practices that have helped organizations to protect data and provide more trustworthy and engagement methods with the stakeholders and their communities. Okay. Very nice, Tom. Thank you very much, Andrea, and uh, I'm looking forward to our next talk. Okay, thank you a lot for you too. I'm very, very happy and uh, I'll be here for the next one. You see. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. As Wittigonia Digital Marketing Agency, we are supporting our clients with implementation of 
data privacy policy according to GDPR. This includes, for example, implementation of best practices, website optimization, contact and engagement forms, consent management and opt-in for cookies, as well as double opt-in for newsletters, just to mention a few. We do not provide legal advice. A legal assessment of websites, e-shops and marketing practices can only be conducted by an attorney of law or authorized lawyers. We will be glad to connect you to legal advisors upon request. Thanks for understanding. When you are looking for inspiration and help with your digital marketing and growth initiatives, please check out our digital marketing agency with Tigonia Digital. We provide a range of support from strategy to implementation tactics and optimization of digital marketing campaigns. From managed services to workshops and compact learning modules, our work supports you and your team. Discover more at wittigonia.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you find this episode interesting and helpful. Please rate and share this episode with your team, colleagues and friends. You can find links to more information in the show notes of this episode.